So this is a brand new series I am starting. It'll be a weekly series with my buddy Sutton Sabanash. Sutton has handled my accounting for the past essentially year or so, year, year and a half, and we've been working together for, again, about a year and a half. Um, he is one of the most passionate individuals I have ever, ever met about accounting, about finance, about numbers and bookkeeping and all of these really boring tasks that a lot of people think are boring, but he definitely uh, has found his niche and absolutely loves what he does. So we're going to be doing weekly podcasts going forward, um, and we've just really had amazing conversations um, centered around business and entrepreneurship and all that stuff. He's calling right now, but I'm still going to roll with this intro. Um, but we've really had amazing conversations, and we really wanted to document that. So that is what this starts of essentially Sam and Sutton will be, um, just kind of diving into uh, what goes on into our minds, like having live brainstorming sessions and um, all of that stuff. So without further ado, this is episode one of Sam and Sutton. Hope you enjoy. Don't think about a big purple elephant. Don't think about one? What are you thinking about now? A big purple elephant. Exactly. So like in life, like when you, when you say like you're like things... Like, if you put a focus on things, good or bad, that thing is going to come true. Yeah. That's same with, like, manifestation. So, like, for us, like, it's it's this podcast. Like, you were, you were struggling with that podcast. You were, you were struggling thinking about things. And, like, you said, yo, I, wa- I want a break. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. Have, have a break. That's fine. But because you are still thinking about it, that still is going to come true. Because you are overthinking what you are going to say, like, that's you're obviously going to overthink it because you're like, okay, I know why I'm going to, I know why I'm going to act like this. I know why I'm overthinking stuff, but obviously that is going to come true because you're still thinking about it. Same with the big purple elephant. Just because I, I say, hey, like don't, don't think about a big purple elephant. Obviously, you're gonna think about a big purple elephant, even though <laughs> I told you not to. Yeah, I've never thought about that before. No, that is actually super interesting because even like. It's so weird that like if you would take the mics, take the cameras, and just we could have a normal remove conversation. Them, it would be a normal conversation, just like we always have. But the second that it becomes like, "Yo, we're recording, we're doing this," yeah, then it's like, "Oh my gosh!" Like now I have to like lights, sit light, up, lights, camera, like, action. Okay, we, yeah, we're it's good. Like, okay, so here's the biggest PR version of myself. This is how I got into accounting. This is why I enjoy it. But that's exactly like what I'm not trying to do because then it just feels so inauthentic. Mm-hmm. So, I th- so how do we so I think like, that I think that like like for like social media like in general like that's how people look at it people people view social media whether it's Instagram TikTok LinkedIn um, Facebook whatever it is like people think you they need to portray their button-up version of themselves in the absolute best version when yeah. in reality like you don't even though a lot of people do still do that yeah um, and like that won't change for a while I mean that was even the way that I was just doing video though yeah like that's what's so weird about it is like that's why i couldn't do it consistently that's why i couldn't do it long term that's why i that's why i stopped enjoying coming here every week to do it yeah because i felt like it was always some super proper like i had to like answer some specific topic or question which is why i i just didn't enjoy it and that's why it never worked out from a long-term perspective yeah well i think that goes back to like what gary says about like document over create like if you just document your life and you just like lived your authentic life but then shared that life on social like that's how you really create for the long term like if you just constantly need to put on a mask on social media like you are going to get burnt out um yeah. so like which is why i literally couldn't do it yeah which is why i grew to hate it which is now also why in this situation to bring it full circle why i'm now sitting here struggling to do it because my entire past with it is something that I never actually worked through. Like, like I never had like that epiphany moment or haven't yet had that moment of, Hey, this is actually like, I can just, you know, relax your shoulders, sit back and just have a conversation and just talk. talk. Yeah. Like the, um, I think Jason Silva says it. Um, Jason Silva says it a lot. Then Q says it a lot. Um, but like social media is an extension of us. And like, how do we, how do we accurately portray that? And it's, it's true. Like social, like online life and like real life, quote unquote, real life. There's literally no difference. Like, and that is how it should be. And that's the direction we're going. So like, if you go on my Instagram account, you should know who I am and like what I stand for and like what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the direction. Like it's, it's a tool to meet more people online and like meet the true authentic you, like not. See, and what's so masks. interesting. Yeah. See, and what's so interesting about that is like, 
as like I continue to work through like different mindset shifts and the growth mindset and that whole kind of philosophy, what I've unlocked are so many different, you know, personal insecurities. So the whole reason that, you know, we've discussed of like doing video was basically for notoriety and stroke an ego in some way, which is why over the long term, it wasn't even for the business. It wasn't even for even me at that point. It was to get across some perception of me that I wanted others to have, which is so completely flawed. But I subconsciously, it was living subconsciously within me that I didn't even realize or notice it. So like, how do you know that's still by just truly revert? It's different mental work. It's just different, you know, getting to know yourself, basically. Um, I guess it's basically, I mean, we can go into that conversation, yeah. I guess. Um, it's the two philosophies that I've truly began living by. Yeah. And I know we've done a lot of discussing of it, actually, you know. But it's, you know, only focusing on what you can control and realizing that every single belief that you have is actually a decision that you've made to believe that. And this would fall into the category of the latter. Uh, philosophy number two so if you realize that every single belief that you have is actually a decision you're making so i believe that say i couldn't be good at video i believe that i couldn't be you know i'm trying to think of truly how like to sports like it's the it's the self-awareness of like yeah again gary says like yo i'm i knew i wasn't gonna be a, a nfl jets quarterback but I knew I could I could buy the jets. Yeah, see, but even in but like like in this context, I'm trying to like think of like so it's basically like you force yourself to then have the five whys. So like any like belief that you have or like any decision that you've made, you can kind of reverse engineer it. So like strictly relating it back to like the video thing, I looked at it and I was like, okay, so and I remember you challenged me. Well, why are you making videos? And the obvious answer is always going to be, well, I want to grow my business or well, I want to build a personal brand. And for so long, I told myself that. Yeah. Like and wholeheartedly believed it. Like 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 I'm not. I'm not taking that away. Like, like if you believe something like you are actually going to believe it, you made a decision to believe it. So that is true to you. Yeah. So for me, like I literally in every fiber of my body would have told you like, yes, I'm creating content. Like stop asking me. I'm creating it to literally grow the business and to build a personal brand. Yeah. But that wasn't at all the case. And when I started actually being challenged with that thought, so why are you creating? Well, I'm doing it this way. No, no, no. Why? Yeah. And you start kind of looking it basically all came down to an insecurity from when I was like 16 years old and it was being early on in high school when all of my buddies basically, you know, very good students, very good athletes, they all had some, you know, they all had something and I didn't have anything. So I thought, you know, and I thought that like the reason that whether it was teachers, whether it was, you know, the opposite sex, this and that, no matter what it was, there was some sort of admiration that I was that I was not able to have at that age. But it's so crazy to really think about because now you're 16 years old, you don't know any better. You know, I had some awakening, like literally this is very recently, that was, they just didn't like me. And it's the most empowering thing in the world because it wasn't because I didn't play sports or it wasn't because I didn't have this or didn't have that. They just didn't like me, but that's so beautiful to have that realization. So to tie the whole thing together, I was theoretically doing videos for a perception to try to build some persona that I didn't have when I was 16. So I wanted to stroke that ego and it was actually getting me absolutely nowhere because I was uncomfortable doing the videos because it wasn't who I was. I was trying to have some public online perception and then it wasn't helping the personal brand because I wasn't even being personal and it wasn't helping the business because I was truly just trying to impress people who aren't even the demographic of what I'm going after. It was the most like this mental awakening thing and it all sounds simple when you say it now but all of us day in and day out deal with these, you know, subconscious things that are holding us back. And until you go there, you don't actually even realize it. Welcome to the flow. Yes. And now, and now see like this is what I enjoy. Yeah. Because I don't feel like it is scripted actually in a weird way. Like it's not being asked a question of like, because when I'm actually, when I'm asked like, so who are you and what do you do? Yeah. My mind instantly goes into Okay, I am an accountant. I am yep. a very I'm the most passionate accountant. Like here's, all of those here's things. Here's my are, script. Like, and all of those things are absolutely true, but like I am just wired to go into that answer. Yeah. Like into the PR version of it. Like right then and there, I'm I'm done. I'm off. Like like the, the like the personal switch is turned off and now the PR version of myself, which is a version of myself that I'm so uncomfortable with. It never comes across. I, I can't even get it out. Like I have to do stuff in takes. That's why I can't speak very wholesomely mm -hmm. when that's flipped on because I'm trying so hard and overthinking everything that I'm saying that just nothing ends up getting it 
getting across. Yeah. I don't know, like, that makes me, like, want to do, like, I want to do a bunch of, like, podcast episodes and, like, obviously they're, they're, like, bringing me on to talk about, like, business and video and storytelling and entrepreneurship and all that, but, like, I want to go into, like, one of those podcasts and, like, they ask, like, oh, who are you? Just say, like, say who I am, but, like, not even touch on the business and just, like, (laughs) throw a huge curveball and they're, like, they're, like, oh, wow, like, interesting. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, talk about, like, go right into like mental health and stuff and like real real topics that people don't expect like you to you to throw in right away absolutely where where my mind went there's a band that i uh that i like a lot called the main and there's something that my best friend and i always joke about there's this video um where they're performing a concert and like you know every band goes like hey thank you so much for coming we're yeah and they're like hey thank you so much for coming we're green day and i heard that and i'm like how it's so weirdly just odd like it's something you don't like expect to hear and that's where my mind went kind of like when you said that and i think right then and there it's like you catch like you knock yourself out of you know being in a traditional like you know just going through the motions you know whatever and like i know i'm probably looking into it too deeply you know in this specific example but like i would think like you know we each like each of us go to work every day or we you know have these businesses and relating it to the performer so like you're going through the motions you play a show you go to work you do this i think doing things like that or you're we're doing a weekly podcast you do daily or you know however frequent you you've been doing them you get in the motions where like you stop realizing that it's actually phenomenal what's going on it's life yeah and in that you know kind of simplistic example is how exactly i read that you know kind of philosophy because it looking at it from that perspective you can then truly like just be real. It takes you out of the motion. It takes you out of, you know, that kind of cycle that all of us truly get caught up in. Yeah. That, I don't know why it like piqued my, piqued my interest, but like, um, so I, so two parts like Gary, I've fucking mentioned Gary V like a hundred times already in this podcast, but like, you know, it's like an analogy of like, yo, I'd way rather be like smiling in my Toyota Camry than crying in my Ferrari. <laughs> Um, I saw like a TikTok video and essentially like, the main premise was like rich people can't be sad. Like I like the the young young lady was talking like, yo, I don't understand how these people can have these mansions and Ferraris and just like uh, live like a crazy like rich life and still be sad. Like what the hell can you be sad about? And I was I just looked at that. I'm like, wow, this girl hasn't lived a second in her life like people are humans it doesn't matter if you have if you're worth 126 mm-hmm. billion dollars or you're worth 126 dollars like people go through the same stuff and like that just mindset of like yo you have money you can't be sad i'm like oh my it just like yeah. it fucking gave me like chills of like how the hell is this even like how do people even think like that but it's it's true and like that's how a lot of people think yes yeah, and I, I have a lot of sympathy for that and truly like but it, it, it it's a cycle that at one point or another we're all impacted by yeah whether on that extreme of a scale or truly just in our day-to-day lives of like once again going back to that subconscious like where you don't know but like you maybe drive still a nice car or you still have you know a nice laptop phone like ask yourself why you have them yeah because like even even if you think you're beyond that train of thought i would i would very much bet that unless you've actually gone there with yourself yeah frequently and continue to and try to reverse engineer everything that you actually don't know it yeah because like i mean even i know we've had conversations of like man i want my next car to be this yeah do you really though yeah and why do you is it because you now have some money is it because now like but now that you have the money then ask yourself well now is this money masking for something else or was it like you know because for me like the money conversation is a crazy one i my entire life is surrounded by literally decimal points for 16 hours a day and personal finances have always been something that i tremendously struggle with Mm -hmm. not struggle with in the sense of i can budget till i'm blue in the face i can make sure that every you know dime is where it needs to be I struggle with it in the sense of if something either goes off of it, then I get super uncomfortable and I had to really go and think of why. And I've always super overstated expenses. I super underestimate the top line, whether it's when I was a nine to five worker simply or with the business or truly in in any sense. And there's a very good reason for that from a financial perspective. I would rather be pleasantly surprised come year end, or I would rather have more cash 
than expected. But when I looked at it from my personal finances, I started to really like, once again, it's the same cycle that we did with the videos. I started to really dig deep and try to figure out, but why do I do it? Mm -hmm. Because I necessarily, especially when I was a nine to five worker, I don't have a variable. Yeah. Why, why would I like have that type of, you know, mentality? And it all stemmed down to the fact that I literally was in this cycle of, I didn't want to lose that money because as we said with the videos, the same thing, even though I don't spend extravagantly whatsoever, that money became somewhat of that status that I felt that I had to have because I didn't have the gifted athletic ability or the super smarts in school, this and that, but I have money. So if I have money and I can keep it and it's mine and I can hold on to it and it's something that, you know, and I realize I'm going into, like, I don't want to come across like egotistical, but that's like where my mind was at once again, like subconsciously, like, well, I have more than this person now. So like, Hey, like I have to make like, so that, that truly became a status thing. And I'm trying to like feed around the bush of like not coming across like an egomaniac, but that's literally what it was. It's like, Hey, I now have this on you. So now that I have this on you, I couldn't lose it. It would be like you putting your entire life into being an athlete and then breaking your leg. Like, that's how I felt with my money. It's like, okay, well now I have money. So if I lose it, well then shit's over. My entire identity is lost, but it didn't make sense to me at the time. I just was like, oh, well, I just do this on my budget. But when I started truly like, think about how that can hold you back. And if this is something that like, just the way I do my budget is literally like, this is in your mind or my mind. Like this is living in my mind every second of every day. Even when I, even though I don't really know it's there, like that is such a limiting, like it just limits who you are as an individual, limits your overall potential because you can't, you, you'll never be able to work past that until you really go there. And I can say it now out loud and have that type of, and have this discussion and even be able to know it truly just because I had those uncomfortable discussions with myself. It sounds simple, but this took a lot of work to like, why do I feel that way? Oh, well, I, well, I, I, well obviously, because I don't want to lose money. No, but why don't you want to lose money? Well, I don't lose money because, well, I got bills and stuff. Yeah, but why do you have bills and stuff? Or like this and that. You so can you're truly putting like, like in, your like entire, entire ego into a bank account. 100%. And, and into, into a monetary bank account. Here's how much yep. physical money I have. If I lose that, I lose my self-worth, would be, it would literally, It would literally be like someone whose entire life is, so, is engulfed with being an athlete breaking their leg. Yeah. That was literally like how your, I looked at every single Your self-worth was directly correlated to net worth, and there is nothing else besides that. 100%. I think has that— Even this is unlocking. Like, like, like even, like, having this. Like, yeah. this is the first time saying this shit stuff out loud. You can swear. Okay. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I think that has held you back from investing in yourself, too. 100%. Investing, like, monetary, like, investing into your business. Not even just myself, investing in anything. Yeah. Like, I have a 401k. Besides, I have, like, yeah, I have like retirement plans. But, yeah, of course, <laughs> besides sports cards. But, yeah, no, like, literally everything. Like, I don't – I I never put a dime into the business until I made money. Yeah. Like, 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 like the business had to make itself money, which is a fine business model. Yeah. Once again, like, none of these things, like, like doing those things in your personal budget – Phenomenal. I highly advise that everyone out there does it. Yeah. But knowing why, but for why I did it. Yeah. Truly looking at it like that. So going with the investing thing, like I have a 401k, I have the stuff that like, but the reason that I was okay with that, because that's beyond my control. Anything that I could control, I would never, I would never risk a penny of my own money. Yeah. Like I wouldn't put money into the stock market. You literally could have told me that. Well, hey, I, I literally, like, I'm a stock expert, blah, 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 blah. This is going to go up. Like, I will, 99.9% that you will double your money in a week. I wouldn't put a penny into it because I couldn't risk losing so much as a penny of what was wrapped up in my, because that was my identity. Mm -hmm. And if I would lose it, it'd be gone. And whether it was $3, $5, I mean, it, it sounds so silly, but I wouldn't go out to eat. Like, like I wouldn't go out with a nice meal with people. I'd be like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to stay home. And like, realistically, okay, if you don't have money and you're saving, like, it's a smart thing. Like, don't go out to eat every day. But like, I literally sitting on a cash pile would say, no, 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 I really, I, I really can't go grab Taco Bell. Yeah. I couldn't spend $3, which like, there is a good monetary practice in there, which is what I'm saying. All of this stuff, if done correctly for the right reasons is phenomenal. 
like buy food for the week and be smart and like know that you have this budget set and blah, 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 and don't do anything like all makes sense. All tremendous to follow if you're doing it for the right reasons. And I was doing it for all of the wrong reasons. That's so fascinating because, like, for me, it's I'm completely on the opposite end. It's like, ooh, oh, I can make me, I, know. I can make a, <laughs> a one cent from that dollar. Oh, here's all my money. Like, take it. <laughs> Freaking take all of it. And, like, I've spent, like, building building this company, I've, I've spent, like, 50 grand building it. But then I, like, go back and forth. Like, ooh, do I pay 50 extra cents for this bacon on my burger? I'm good. I, I, don't, I don't need to pay 50 cents. I don't need to pay $4 for Taco Bell. I can't yeah. afford it. I can't. I'm definitely getting the normal Chick-fil-A sandwich instead of the deluxe because this is an <laughs> extra dollar. But I'm like, ooh, a $3,000 camera. Buy. Just because I, like, I know the return on investment will be there eventually. Like, See, but that, but that can take us into an entire different perspective because like yeah. you mentioned cards earlier. Yep. I mean, I've had... I've had cards that are worth more than my car. Yeah. So like that doesn't terrify me the same way because you say like, you know it, like with the business, why I couldn't put money into the business is because I'm someone who has mastered. I'll give myself that like the corporate world. Mm -hmm. I don't like the entire year yeah, of 2019. I was literally so like back and forth with the business yeah. because I didn't actually like I I didn't I didn't know what it was there for. And I, I didn't know like and that. And I realized my like wording was even like backwards. It's like, yo, this company can go to zero tomorrow. Like there's yeah. nothing guaranteed. So I I know where you're coming from. From like, yo, I absolutely know for a fact this investment will make my one dollar turn into three dollars. Like for me, it's like, yo, I have no idea if this is gonna work, but still take my money. Like that is my risk tolerance. And then like, we're playing on completely, you're playing on one end zone, I'm playing on the complete opposite end zone of risk tolerance with money, I think. Yeah, see, but like, but to no, but, 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 like, but like, I see, but I was actually saying it, I think in the context in which you're describing, because okay. like with cards, like you can spend, you know, like you're mentioning spending 50,000 on the company. I can talk about spending $20,000 on a Giannis rookie. And if he blows out his knee tomorrow, that's 5K. Yeah. So like that is an insanely high risk tolerance compared to what I'm describing. Yeah. But it's something that like I I have the enjoyment of. I see what the upside is and it's something that I thoroughly understand and am comfortable with. Yeah. I know that if he then performs well that it's super going to work. When I'm relating to the business, I didn't have that same type of confidence and comfort. And because, understanding, I think. And, and just understanding because this is something so foreign to me. Like I said, like the corporate world has become truly my, my – Your forte. Your, it, it's, it's the foundation of truly who I am. Yeah. Like, like that is where I've spent my entire career is mastering that. So when it comes to the actual business world – and same thing with cards. I've been doing cards since I was 10 years old. Yeah. So super comfortable. If you would tell me like, hey, you have to spend $20,000 um, – to get this position and if you perform corporate world speaking like you have to spend 10k for the next six months to for this vp of finance role but if you pass the six months you will make x amount of dollars 150 200 000 a year i would spend that ten thousand dollars a hundred times over because i know that because it's a no-brainer mm -hmm. in six months i'm gonna have 100k 150k 200k it's gonna be perfect same thing with the card. Like now I say like something would happen and the 10K would be gone, but I'd be like, oh, but I understood. Like, like I, like I'm so confident that's going to work with the cards. Like, well, Giannis is an outstanding player a year and a half ago, super under the radar. Okay. Well, if he performs well, obviously there's the freak injury of him snapping a leg and it goes down to five, but that same freak injury is the same freak thing in this situation of like, it would take hell freezing over for me to not succeed in that with the business. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't. I don't. Yo, have yo, that. invest this ten thousand dollars. Invest this fifty thousand dollars. It could be worth a billion dollars, but it also could be worth zero. And there, and it could be worth anything in between. And that. I don't have that foundational background and comfort to be willing to do that. Yeah, like if you're someone who grew up, say, in maybe an entrepreneurship family, or if you literally like live and die by that risk tolerance. Yeah, 
Like, so combine that entire example with what I just told you with where I was financially yeah. towards my personal finances. Yeah. So it's not that I have the risk tolerance, but like, well, we're all like, makes sense too. Like, like this, like, this is cool. And like, this is unlocking a lot because it, like, like this, this is helping su- tremendously. Subconsciously, like throughout like the past year, like you're, you're growing the company. I'm growing my company. Obviously I'm spending way more growing the company yeah. and like investing into this. Granted where ha- we have different companies. So like running an accountant firm is way cheaper up front than buying a bunch it's of just video this. production stuff yeah um but yeah like i always wonder like why isn't sutton investing into his company like why he had like i know he has money i know he's making a lot of money and i know he he has this structure why isn't he pushing like why isn't he testing a bunch of different things and like for me like i've never had like a, i i've always earned money like since th- 10 years old like i've always had like jobs and stuff mm-hmm. but i have always put all of that into investments and the stuff that i wouldn't know that would work but to try to make something happen and i think that's exactly how i'm relating it to this company it's like i'm going to live and die by this company mm-hmm. and if it goes to zero i'm going to zero and i'll start again and i've done that a lot of times before mm-hmm. like yo i'm making 10 bucks an hour here's my 600 dollars paycheck sweet I, I can invest 550 of it the 50 dollars i can i can use to eat and like that's how I've lived my life, and like that's the crazy risk tolerance. But I know, like, yo, if I go to zero, like through the skills I've learned, knowledge I've learned, ne- like the network I've built, like if shit hits the fan, I can go get a job at any media company I want. Yeah, see, but like, like realistically, I, I'm not going to because like I'm putting my fucking life on this. Like this is going to work, but like that's the risk i've i've because i've never had that structure of i've never had a steady like actual paycheck i've never had anything steady see so. but even look deeper than that and that's why like i want to like tie this entire thing together so like yeah like it's not even about the steady paycheck it's about the steady paycheck becoming your identity yeah that's yeah. the problem the problem isn't the steady paycheck like people always say like what well, what is that what i know that there's that quote um like the i just heard it that's a great point i'm drawing a yeah tremendous um like the second thing, the second greatest thing that ruins a business is knowing that there's a, like a steady income option out there. Yeah. Something like that, like knowing that is, is like a bi-weekly paycheck or yeah. a weekly paycheck or a weekly salary, something like that. That doesn't actually bother me. Yeah. It, like, like, like now sitting here today, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like, like I, in the past, yes, but not because of the comfort of it. It wasn't the comfort of it. It was the ego wrapped up in it. Yeah. And that was the whole problem. Like that's why 2020 is going to be insane for the for every second accounts. It just is, because I never allowed for myself to have a passion towards like my passion has always been accounting, but it's been misdirected in the money that accounting makes me. Yeah, and that all ties into like like good practices that I've learned along the way, which is the more value that you bring, the more money you will earn. But it was bringing value on the course of why well, no, I'm gonna get some. I know I'm gonna get money off yeah. of doing this. And it wasn't like getting more money in a good way. It was getting more money and then it keeps building that ego. It keeps building that insecurity. It keeps building that entire thing. And now there's just more that I could potentially lose. Like like, like when I was making minimum wage in accounting, it was, this, it, it was so much easier to then be like, oh, well, if this like doesn't really work out, like it's the same thing because, well, I'm not like – but when it became something that now, okay – I'm hitting I stride here. Lose. Now there's something to lose because now I have X in the bank account. I have the, I have the house, you have the car, you have like, you have these things. Now, if the money goes down and I have now built this status, like personally, internally, mentally, emotionally built this status of what that money truly means. It's not the house, not the car. It's just having it. Mm-hmm. It's having it. Now, if I lose that, I have something to lose. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if you if you run out on the soccer field today for the first time and you break your leg, okay. But if you're messy. But now, but now, but now, but now, like if you're messy and once again, like saying your entire ego has to be wrapped up in it. Yeah. And then you break your leg. Well, it's so much. It's, it's, it's not even on the same stratosphere. Devastating. Yeah. Because it's something that you've wrapped your identity in now. Man. Yes. Like, and that's where... And that's why the whole thing now comes full circle. And that's why ESA this year, and now think about the whole confidence level because I actually want to keep like diving into this. So this is actually really therapeutic. This is crazy. So think about where I said you have the corporate world, you have cards, and then you have the business. So now not only am, because remember that you, this is the, 
I'm really pumped about this. So you always asked, well, what is video worth to you? Yeah. Like if you like land this or land that, we've always gone service or service. So it's a different, so it's like a different situation, but like, what is video worth to me? I would have had like three weeks ago. I said zero Yeah. or a month ago. I said zero. It's not worth anything because there's no business coming from it. Yeah. But now think about it this way. So I wouldn't put money into it. I was doing video, but it was a PR version of myself that I wasn't happy with. That wasn't turning business. That wasn't building the personal brand that wasn't doing this. So it wasn't worth anything to me because I didn't actually conceptualize what the true value of it was. I didn't, I wasn't even the video that I was producing wasn't actually going to get me anywhere. But now I have a year of doing video on and off because we didn't do it consistently because I didn't actually enjoy it, but we did video. And then the video that I did put out, I hated doing it. It didn't work. And then you asked me what it's worth. Yeah. Obviously, it's, it's, it's worth zero. Like, I I, like, like, this? like this sucks. I, I like now I'm not gonna pay. I don't even want to do it. like. Yeah. I, I I I didn't even want to do it for free, and now you're telling me like, well, what would it be worth? Yeah. Well, it's worth nothing. But now that I can look at you know truly now this entire scope all becomes one because I've been able to have these mental unlocks and truly like been working. You you get into this. It's almost like a meditative flow. Like in in that moment, were you focusing on anything else besides what you were feeling in that moment? No. Absolutely not. And that's the foundation and of meditation. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Like when you said like, oh, this conversation is super like therapeutic. It's because you could express like anything you are thinking at the mm-hmm. time and like don't really and hold once you anything pop back, back out of it, and, it becomes and you're you're so deep in this flow. And like that's again, same thing with meditation. Like I'll, I'll wrap this together. But like you, you weren't focusing on anything else. You weren't focusing on, oh, I'm going to look good in front of the camera. I'm going to look I'm going to sound good. I'm good. I'm just going to be and I'm going to do. And like, how do you express that through social media is one outlet, but like, how do you actually become that every single day? Like there's obviously two sides of it, but it's, it's not really two sides. It's okay. How, how do I get in that flow every day? But then, okay, you can relate that to social media. Like there shouldn't be a, a difference there. Um, I was going to say something else, but again, I was not. That. Yeah. See, and what's, and what's so crazy, like, cause when you said that, like that makes so much sense to me. Like even when you're talking, when you use the word meditation inside, I kind of have like this little sigh of relief. You have yeah. like a little, like, it's just a feeling of comfort. And when you yeah. mentioned like anyone, you mentioned when you're going through your day to day, like you've mentioned on a couple occasions today, they're like, yo, this is the crazy I've seen you is because like every single day I'm living a completely different life. Yeah. Like, like I have so much passion for every second of every single day. And the second you mentioned social media, I like literally in my gut yep. felt like shit. Yeah. Like, Okay. I felt, I felt like a little, like, and I think that's the relationship you have with social media. It even. is. And I think that definitely goes back to how you like insecurities about money and like putting on a mask and putting on like this mm-hmm. persona of like, Ooh, I need to, um, give the, give social media the, the PR version of myself. Yep. And that's, that's what I, I want you to really, really push against. And like, Absolutely. I'm going to work on pushing you that's um, hard in, in that aspect and holding you accountable of like, yo, like post, post stuff you wouldn't post. Like, eliminate that ego and like how like the conversation we're having right now is beautiful like how do we do this on social media this absolutely is, it's going on social media podcasts yes. is a social media like, these will be ripped into into clips but like it's so it's almost impossible to get into that state of flow in a one minute video without being a pr version of yourself absolutely and 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 i do want to say is like what's so crazy and like i keep saying it goes full circle but like every single one of these conversations goes full goes full circle because it all comes back to mindset so like Think about how I told you that I work through even just understanding why I was doing video, like, or me understanding why I have the like relationship that, that I do towards money. I had to have those uncomfortable conversations. I had to have those conversations either with people or just mentally with myself to work through it. You can't get through social media unless you're actually doing it. I can work through all of the kinks of like, well, hey, it makes sense because like, before these cameras were on, we're rocking and rolling with the conversation. It's the same thing. But the second that that happens, it's a mindset shift. It's literally a mindset shift because that's something that you can't actually work through until you're doing it. So the only way to actually overcome it is, is to do it. Is to do it. it so here we it. are, and that's why this is the rough first version of a podcast. It's not even rough. It's it's one of like the best podcasts I've done in a while um, because it's so authentic and so real. Like for me, like one thing that's been like holding me back, not holding me back, but like. I've, I've always loved like fitness and like staying active and stuff. And like, I've never like, 
I never really like was obsessed over like my body and stuff, and ne- never had like a really super negative like self image. But again, like I'm not the craziest ripped dude in the room. I'm freaking like five nine, five ten, six <laughs> six three on a good day. Um, <laughs> but like posting like shirtless progression pictures even online, that's something I never did. But I'm like, okay, why? Like going back to like, okay, are you insecure about that? Like why are you insecure? Like posting those online, it's like okay, if I do this. It's a is super uncomfortable for me, which I love. Like I don't want to do it, which I love. And like someone out there will read that and think like, oh shit, like I can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like Sam goes through stuff. Sam's insecure about stuff. Cool. Like I like I realize the power of like my brand and like the audience I have. It's like okay, if I can kind of like show people, yo, it's okay to be vulnerable and like truly like comfortable with yourself, especially online. Like I'm trying to knock down every wall that says like yo this is real life this is social media like it's that's not a thing see but like in where like going down to the foundation so whether it's social yeah. media whether it's all these things like it goes back to the minds like it goes back to your mind of it's learning to love the discomfort like why i've had the career that i have within the corporate world is because like there is no level of discomfort that i can't overcome within it yeah and i've learned to thrive in it the things like in the beginning of my career that would come up um, I, I'm trying to off the top of my head think of like stereotypical office discomforts or situations or like animosities. I've always continuously had to work through because I was super young in it. So like I had to learn to love the fact that I was young because people would look at, you know, people would look at where I was at and think, well, there had to be some reason either he got there or we're not going or if it was the actual employers or jobs themselves, they would say, well, well, you're just too young for the position, even though the resume is there, like even though you have the experience, like it's just the age thing of this. So I've had to learn to thrive in that. Like once again, first time that I've ever like actually like this is all coming together. So bear with me a little bit. But like the first time, like like the first time that you go through and get told, oh, well, you're young, like you can look at it and go, oh, hey, well, I'm too young. So I'm just not going to do it. I learned to thrive off of that. In that world, I learned to literally like that made me want to run through a brick wall even more like like I think it's a question of like what like motivates you. I am at my core someone who's motivated by a chip on their shoulder or being told I can't do something. So like when when it was age, it was, oh, well, I'm going to I'm obviously just going to find a place that'll do it. And then I'm going to be better than the person that you have in that role at your company. Like so now think about that and wrap that now back to social media. So you have to learn to love that discomfort. And I'm right now in this podcast trying to get to that point of learning to love that moment of feeling like awkward and then coming back times two, because you can either hear it. And that's why this, if you cut it, if you cut it or if you don't, there's a hundred probably takes that you could have of me going, Oh shit. Oh, because, but I'm letting discomfort take over me instead of me getting hit with it and then punching back twice as hard, which I understand that I've done it in the corporate world. I've done it now with my emotions. Like think about the money thing. Yeah. You could have that conversation. It's a moment of discomfort of going like, why do I feel the way about money and letting that like hit and then just going for a run or just going to play video games or doing something to get your mind off of the the discomfort. You have to go through the discomfort. Mm -hmm. And now I punch back on that, you know, like I punch back time and time again. Why do I feel that way? And like learning to love that discomfort of like that, this means I'm working towards something. And that's why mindset, this whole like, shift of my life has been so crazy because I'm just beating through it. I'm learning to love, like, like I love feeling a moment of discomfort now because I know that like that, that there is something there that I can work through. And now I'm trying to literally apply that right now as I'm talking. I love that minor setback for major comeback. Exactly. Thank you. It's, it, 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 it's love getting punched in the mouth. Yeah. It, it's like, it's thriving off that. It's, I think actually Gary has that thing that he's like, you know, like, he, I don't even know what movie he talks about, but he mentioned it in every single speech he ever does. Like you, like you can either get punched in the Rocky mouth and, and like get like whatever something. I have no idea. That's the probably the, that's literally the only boxing movie. <laughs> you know, so realistically, like like you like get punched in the mouth, and then there's like that scene in the movie where the guy looks back, and you know you're you you know it's over. I was gonna swear, but yeah, like <laughs> that's exactly how you have to approach every single second of every single discomfort in life, though. Yeah, like right now, like I'm trying to fight through, like. In my gut, I feel the discomfort, so I'm talking louder. I'm putting more emphasis on it because I'm trying to overtake it. Yeah, I'm trying to literally just like bury it. I should I sh- shouldn't even say bury it. I'm trying to just like just run rid of straight it. Through it yeah. Exactly, just run run straight through it, and that's probably being seen of you know yeah. through every second of this. 
there's more comfort now than there was 45 seconds ago and hopefully three minutes ago. Yeah. And that's the steady thing of improvement. And that's why like super philosophical, yeah. like, or just super top level. If you can do that in your life every single day, yeah. if you fight the discomfort and now you're a better version of yourself, the next day you're a better version of yourself. You should look at who you were 40 minutes ago and I'm being very extreme, but like yeah. a day ago, three days ago, a month, six months ago, if you're not happier today, if you're not a more wholesome, rounded individual, than you were a day, a week, six a months ago, human, a better, a better human, a human. better person, a better yeah. person to yourself. Like if you don't love yourself more than you did six months ago, if you're not better at your craft than you were six months ago, if you're not, et cetera, et cetera, it doesn't matter that then literally, what are you living for? What are you doing? Like, like I mean it that like, I want to look back on this tomorrow and even some of these thoughts that were like, yo, that really makes sense. It sounds good. I'd be like, that's, that's as far as my mind could go. Yeah. Yep. I literally want to have that conversation. I want to have that conversation this afternoon. Yeah. Much less tomorrow. And if you're not living that way, then I, I, I truly don't I don't understand what what I don't understand what else there is to be passionate about. And really full circle, everything comes back to then accounting for me. And I realize that may sound so odd, but that is literally at my core and at, like at the core of my being, who I am. And that is what my identity is tied up in of making accounting something that on a worldwide scale, and I've realized how crazy that sounds, can be something that you can have this much passion and this much excitement towards. Welcome to the state of flow again. Yes, absolutely. That was was amazing. Um, What else do you want to talk about? Is there anything else that is pressing on your mind? This was, again, you said um, this is the rough rough first episode and like it's it's beautiful like the obviously like viewer or listeners you can hear it viewers you can see it i can physically see it i can physically feel it like when you get into the state of flow like for anyone not just you but like podcast is a perfect example of this because you ask a question you can like they're they're talking but you can see them physically thinking while they're speaking and then as soon as they let that go they just enter flow and they just talk and I'm like, yes, that is what I want to empower like other people to do. And like, I know I get there a lot um, just because I, I talk every day and like, that's what I do for a living. Um, so, so there's quite a bit of times, like every single day I get into this rhythmic flow, mm-hmm. but like enabling someone else to do that, like that's, I think what, I guess like, this is like opening my eyes. To, like, okay, why do I really love podcasts? I say, mm-hmm. I love conversation. I love having conversations, but like why, like what is deeper? And I think it's because like, I love being in a state of flow. So enabling enabling and empowering other people to find that same flow is like really what what feeds me and what fuels me. That is awesome. Man, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> this is I'm so pumped to do this every day. Every every week. week every yes. week. I would literally do it every day if you wanted to, but yes, every single week. And and truly like I want to say like if there's anyone, you know, watching this who's like if if, if you're enjoying like how this is going today or even anything that I'm saying, like this is the surface barely being scratched because I'm still like, I'm saying I'm working through it. There is still such a wall inside me. That's not showing right now of discomfort and which is awesome. Yeah. Which is super tremendous, which is why I'm so, so excited for what's to come because the only way to do it is to keep doing it and and to keep breaking through it. So imagine the videos when we first started, like you were so uncomfortable. And then once you (laughs) got into a little more comfort zone, yes, it was for the wrong reasons, but like still you just got comfortable and that's, that's in life. Absolutely. But that's why going back to square one of finding what you enjoy, finding what that passion, like finding what that passion is. And if you don't have one, I'm, I'm a firm believer that you can manifest the passion, find something you're good at and just go super heavy into it. But that's making everything your passion. Yeah. And like when you said, you know, man, just today, you're super pumped about it. Like if I get a text from my girlfriend, it's like, oh shit, like I'm pumped about that. Like live in passion, like find out why you love everything that you're doing. Like, why do you love podcasting? Yeah. Find out why it is and you'll be a better host and not like the PR version of, well, why, well, why my podcast well, is good for the brand. It's good for like, no, why are you like in for you? If it's like getting the flow out of people, then find that passion and literally like live in it, thrive in it and love it. Cause then how much more excited are you going to be to record a podcast every single time that you sit down to do it? You're like, yo, I'm going to be working towards doing this. Like every single day going to work, it's the most exciting thing in the world because I have a passion of like, I'm literally going to make like today the most insane day for that client or the most insane day for that employer. Like 
they don't even know what their business is capable of because I'm going to unlock something for them that day. Like that's, that's the passion that I literally wake up at 4am every single morning with. And like, I, it's the most beautiful thing. And if that's not like, I had this conversation, um, with a client actually a couple of days ago, he was asking about like, um, you know, trying to improve or trying to get that passion. He's like, well, I, I, I see it. You know, like you haven't, we talk and then it brings that out and like me, like, but like, but it's my company. Like, 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 like I obviously love it. Like, how do I like, and you have your way of, like I said, like that, trying to bridge that gap between where that client is with their business today and where they want to go. Like that fuels me to know to no end, mm. truly to no end. Like, like I literally could run through a brick wall just even thinking about that topic. He's like, how can I get that out of my employees though? Like, how do you make your employees, like they don't have the equity and people always talk about, well, you got to give them a piece of the business. I don't think that that's actually true at all. But once again, first time, like really, really going through it outside of the normal conversation. But I think you just have to have them find a passion of why they're there. Yeah. You don't have to give them money because giving somebody money, we've proven now <laughs> you can have a ton of money. You can have no money. If you have passion, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So giving the like employee equity isn't automatically going to make them like, oh, now I love this business model. I love working with foam that much more because now I have a 3% stake in it. That doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Ask them why they're there. Find out why are they there? Because they have to have a job for a reason and make them go through the whys. Why do you have a job? Oh, job that money. Well, why do you need money? Why well, need money to pay for the house? Why do you have a house? Well, I have kids. Well, why do you have kids? Well, because it was my dream to always have kids. Yeah. I have a literal hour conversation. I have a five, 10 hour, however long it takes with that employee and wrap that passion towards work into the kids. So when they walk into the building, they're like, I'm literally here because this is how I'm going to provide for that. This is how I'm going to provide for that kid's journey. This is how I'm going to provide for little Johnny's schooling. This is how I'm going to provide for blah, 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 blah. So when they walk in every day and they are tasked with the problem, like, well, I'm going to work through it because if I don't, I'm letting the kid down. Tell them to find that passion within that role. It doesn't have to be about styrofoam, plastic, or media. It doesn't have to be about anything. There's a reason that they're there. Find what that reason is, and then just exploit the hell out of it in the best way possible. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I, I love that. And that's and like until literally like being asked like, well, why do you have the passion? Yeah. Like I didn't realize why, why am I so excited to work with different clients? Why am I so excited to go to the office? Why am I so excited to when a new client reaches out or when a potential client reaches out? Cause I, I literally will like, like at my core, at my being, all I want is to bridge that gap between where they are and where they want to go. And there's nothing more powerful to do so than financials. But that is my driving force. And in realizing that you just, have to get each and every person, whether it's at your company or just even in your life, like whether it's your friends or why do you love me as a friend, find out why that passion is. And every time that you see that person, you're going to be thrilled to see them because there's a passion to that relationship. Like find out what that is and exploit the hell out of it. It's worked tremendous wonders for me. I cannot <laughs> wait to do this every week. I'm so excited because like I, Again, I could go rant on for 30 more minutes. Oh, of, of course. Absolutely. Uh, all of this. <laughs> but like, again, goosebumps, full body chills, just hearing like you unlock this. Essentially, you're an onion and you're just peeling back <laughs> the layers and getting to that core. And like that's through podcast and through, again, seeking discomfort. Shout out Yes Theory. Um, but yeah, it's that's what it's all about. Exactly. And like, and, and this feels so good to do. Yeah. Because like, if you would ask a question like, well, why every second accounts? Yeah. Like, why should it, why should somebody choose, why should somebody choose your company over another? Yeah. I can give you, I can go through the sales sheet and be like, well, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. X, Y, and Z, this and that. This is why. Yeah. Because there is nobody's going to be more passionate about your books and you can't get that across in a sales sheet. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you that there's people that have nicer cameras, that have nicer, like, that I could, that, 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 that even, even I could work with. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't trade this for the world. Somebody couldn't pay me to do my videos. And I, I literally at the bottom of my heart mean that. You're going to bring a freaking oh, tear to my <laughs> eyes and hug to my heart. No. And like, that's, that's really the main goal. Like, how do you, how do you build something that people are obsessed with mm -hmm. and like feel like physically feel like we are not the best video team. We are not the best team on social. Like we're not like there's teams 
10 times bigger than us, 100 times, 1,000 times bigger than us, but, like, we can still evoke emotion. And, like, what emotion are we evoking? And, like, what like what are we building? And, like, that's what, I, what I'm passionate about. You're building relationships. Yeah. And relationships are, like, you want to go, like, super, like, foundational. Relationships are life. Yeah. And it's actually all that matters in life. Most importantly, the relationship that you have with yourself. Yep. And then it's your it's probably significant other, hopefully, yeah. if you're doing it right. And then like your whether it's family or whether it's friends, that's why friends can be closer than family. That's why because it's all about relationships. Yeah. And I know we did a taking reactive emotion out of business, like a video on that um, some time ago. But I'm trying to think of the best way to contextualize it, but. It's basically like you you have to have a relationship like you have to like have that passion like not to let it become like that like over the top emotion but that passion of emotion mm-hmm. with your clients with truly everyone in your life but if you want to keep like going but to keep it on the business route you have to like like it literally hurts me when a client sets out to do a goal we forecast it out and they don't reach it yeah it is literally heartbreaking because like once again, I, you don't need to have equity in something to like literally become invested and have that passion to see that through. And when it doesn't happen, like I probably hurt more than they do. Like, and I'm sure that that's the same way. Like, 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 yo, like if we, like if you do a video for someone, you probably want it to perform better than they do. Yeah. Like you probably want that to get better engagement, better views, because that's, that's what your passion is wrapped up in. And if not, I would try to allocate it to make it that way. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise you're not doing business right. Like if you're not ready to literally like step in front of step on the front line for your client, then what are you really doing? And I don't even like saying client. That's why I, I don't it's partner client or it's, it's it just becomes a working relationship. It's not it's yeah. not anything other than that. Like it has to be a working relationship. And that's how all of the biggest like businesses run. Like if like Amazon, think about it, they don't go for the top like they're not saying, well, we want to nickel and dime our way to this and that. And if they deliver something, like if there's a defective product, like there are no questions asked. They literally will send you new shit. Yeah. Because the relationship is what matters. It's the relationship with your customer, with your client. And I guess that's kind of that whole, you know, it's, it's all wrapped up. That's why I love it. All of these conversations wrap up one another. Yeah. It all comes down to like in your mind, how do you feel about that? And you can, and if you can control that mindset and that thought process, your, your life just unlocks. It just becomes something that you could have, you could have never possibly envisioned it prior. <laughs> this is amazing. I love it. We're going to wrap up. That's fine. Um, we'll be back next week. We will be back <laughs> next week. Son, this was one of the best podcasts. And I'm not just saying that because this Thanks is the first one, but like, this is like the most energizing like podcast and like the, biggest podcast i've had with like unlocks to myself but then also like the the guests to you in the case like absolutely it's it's been phenomenal and i cannot wait to like share this journey because I, I feel like a lot of podcasts like you don't see this level of unlocking like mental unlocking absolutely like in real time live essentially um absolutely. so i'm super excited for you guys the viewers listeners to really physically see that and physically hear that and see what that that process even looks like so again um every single week yeah like these this is gonna happen every week so stay (laughs) tuned um sutton i appreciate you i coming on the show i appreciate you having me here